0: This episode is brought to you by Cold Storage Coins, the easiest way to own Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies.
1: G'day everyone, welcome to the Altcoin Buzz crypto podcast with your host Leisha, Matt and James. My name is James, I'm from Australia.
2: I'm from Ukraine.
0: Hey everybody, I'm uh, Maddie from Canada. It's stuck
1: straight into it. Leisha, 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 the lovely Leisha. Where, well, thank you. where and how did you get into cryptocurrency?
2: Well, I've been working as a journalist for quite a few years, and I always like to explore some new topics. And you know, blockchain—it's become sort of a buzzword, and I got kind of interested in it. And I just started to write about it for Altcoin Buzz, and i, I think it's really cool.
1: So when did think you, it has uh, when did you join the uh, Altcoin Buzz team?
2: Oh, almost a month ago, actually. Time flies. <laughs> so yeah, almost a month ago.
1: Certainly does. What's your uh, What's your opinion on the current market?
2: I think that we are still anticipating the bull run, and uh, I guess that this is like the, the, my main opinion because uh, Bitcoin continues to lose its price, and I guess that it's all about the bull run now.
1: Are you about as bullish as John McAfee, which we'll be talking about later on in this episode?
2: No, <laughs> I mean, he's a very special person. I mean I don't want to like compare myself to him because he is uh, he's a big, big man. What can I say?
1: He's uh, well specials one word you can call him but uh, yeah. we'll-, <laughs> we'll leave it with that. <laughs> Mad dog, the Matthew. how you doing?
0: Not too bad, James. So uh, big kudos to you for helping to revive this uh, this podcast. There's been some good ones in the past, but it's nice to see that we're going to have uh, hopefully a few more of these episodes going forward in the future. So great job there.
1: Well, we've got, yeah, to, keep no. the, we've got to keep the trio going. We've got the Ukrainian, the American, and the Australian. It sounds like a bad joke, but hopefully uh, it runs its course. So.
2: <laughs> it's a joke. Maybe it's not just a bad joke. Come on. <laughs>
1: So, Matthew, how did you get into crypto?
0: It's, uh, it's always a painful story to kind of go back and reminisce because, um, you know, look, I was late to the party, that's for sure. Uh, I, was, I was moving around the world. I was doing my studies internationally a few years ago. I finished up my MBA abroad. And I'd always heard about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency without ever, you know, taking the time to properly research it and get into it. And then I was working in the Middle East for a while and same thing. And I had some investments that I made elsewhere after kind of deliberating over it and making the wrong move in the end. And by the time I got serious about it, it was only about a year ago at this time in 2017, which was still, you know, it's still better than nothing. And uh, you're able to ride a little bit of that uh, fall, winter 2017 hysteria. But uh, hindsight's always 20 you know, do you think, oh, it, had I done this or had I done that? So I've been in the space for about a year up to now.
2: <laughs> have you made any money on crypto so far yet?
0: You got to, it,
1: it's case by case. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> positions have you been can't good. ask a man that kind of question. Come Some on. <laughs> positions have been painful. I'm just
2: curious. I'm just being curious here. Why don't you
1: just ask for his bank details? We'll just, we'll just get this through a lot quicker that way.
2: <laughs> That's okay that with me, actually. I would love that.
1: There you go. <laughs> well, I've been following Altcoin Buzz
0: early on, so I'm you know a relatively new addition to the team. I've been here for uh, a couple of months, doing the news and some other stuff. But uh, yeah, I was I was following their advice and just being alerted to new projects and different ideas back in the fall of last year. So uh, it's fun to be here. It's fun to be you know producing some of the analysis and commentary. And uh, yeah, I, I owe them uh, a lot in terms of some of those early perspectives.
1: Well, you're certainly doing a big favour to the community now. Obviously, we're we're all here. Leisha, you and I both joined Icon Buzz because of uh, the impact that the show had with us. You know, listening to Steve, listening to the Big J. Um, you know, we we all we all owe them. I think, and I'm just yeah. personally, I'm just happy to be part of the team. I think that you two would be in the same boat. Am I am I right or wrong?
2: You're absolutely right. Definitely. I thought I said that you were from the U.S. That's why I asked you whether you're going to vote for him. But now that I realize that you're from Canada, well, that's a shame. Because, I mean, McAfee is uh, running for the U.S. presidency, isn't he?
0: (laughs) I don't know if it's... uh... Well, look. I think uh, what I've learned from the videos that I've made is that I, I'm a little bit more pro McAfee than uh, a lot of our audience members. Who did that. I don't know. There's a lot of disdain. There's a lot of resentment for McAfee that I'm picking up on in some videos.
1: I love him personally. I, I think he's the greatest. Look, you've America's got a reality star that you know would fire people because <laughs> they burnt toast wrong as their president. Why the hell wouldn't McAfee be going for? Pre- look, at this point, I'm waiting for the Kool Aid managers break in going oh yeah just you know just signing up for presidency like in this day and age honestly
2: i just want to see what his election campaign will look like uh because the last one
1: oh cocaine was just hilarious it's just gonna be cocaine hookers and talking about bitcoin
2: is he is he gonna grab anyone by anything
1: oh i've got no idea have you watched the video of him trying to teach people to uninstall mcafee Yeah, I was going to say that's it's already a pretty good
0: approximation of your uh, your Kool-Aid man character, because he's got that uh, he's got that attitude like he he doesn't give, you know, he's uh, he's going to do his own thing. So I think that's uh, in one sense, he's well suited to that libertarian ticket, which he says he's going to run on. I I don't know if that's exactly he's not like in that uh, he's not in that echelon or that field of like a Gary Johnson as far as I see it. So I don't know whether that's going to come to pass. But uh, I don't think he cares about that either, right? Like his whole attitude is, look, I'm just going to go through the process. I imagine he's got enough funding to get himself through whatever, a certain number of rounds where he's going to get some publicity and some exposure. And then it's just all about, you know, sending the message. It's not about winning the, the campaign per se, which is an interesting angle.
1: I mean, this is, this is a man who made a bet. That if crypto didn't eat like reach a million dollars in the next five years, he was going to eat eat his own genitals. So I think he's just clutching at straws at this point. Going, I need to pull this off. I need it to happen. Otherwise, I'm going to be you know having have, have a bit of a, a fine dining experience, uh, one that he won't really forget. <laughs> but the, the man, the man, man lives like the man is walking, breathing Hollywood film. I mean, what was it? He, he met his wife high on cocaine that was a prostitute, stole her from a pimp, went down to South America, went over to Thailand, got married over there to said prostitute, came back to the United States and started shilling Bitcoin. So, I mean, the, the guy is a walking Hollywood movie waiting to happen. Michael Bay is going to be signing up for that contract.
0: I watched that Netflix uh, it's a documentary or special, was it? But somebody uh, turned me on to that Gringo. Whatever, whatever one he's featured on on Netflix a lot of people were telling me that you got to check this out and your uh, You know your fanciful opinion of him or whatever is gonna change. So I, I gotta <laughs> I gotta check that out <laughs> But yeah, he's got a spotted history. That's for sure. Yeah, and
2: it's also gonna be costly for him But I guess that it's worse at the end of the day What do you mean Because costly? his for him isn't it? I mean like you need money to conduct a campaign
1: yeah, I mean, he he did run. Um, from from what I understand, he did actually try to run back uh, back for the 2016 election. He just, he wasn't, he wasn't taken seriously, if, if I'm not mistaken. We actually have an article uh, written about him on altqueenbuzz.io. and uh, yeah, I know that he did try to run for 2016, but I'm not sure if he actually puts his own money ahead or whether he gets his following, because he's got quite a large... Twitter following yeah, well, that,
2: like, uh, you know, it's gonna be costly for him in the sense that it's I, like it's either him who pays money or it's the sponsors. But you need like the sponsors for that, right? And not everyone will agree to probably, uh, I don't know, fund his campaign, but we'll see. Maybe I'm so wrong.
0: If he runs as an independent because he says he's going to seek the nomination of the libertarian party. Yeah. So that's that's fine. I don't think they're going to be thrilled to have him, to be honest. That's just my prediction. <laughs> But, you know, if he if he goes ahead as an independent and he kind of finances sort of up to whatever point he feels he's getting his message out, like that could just be a cool strategic campaign for cryptocurrency, I guess, as he sees it. I I don't really know what the costs are of uh, running as an independent, but I think he's a man of means. You know, I think he's probably got some extra coin to burn. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, he also needs like to sponsor his wife and... (laughs) (laughs) many other things
1: out there John McAfee. If you're listening, we're on you buddy. So I think that you're dead right. He is using this as just a means to an end and uh, it'll be interesting to see, see him run. I can tell you right now, if there's anything more valuable in this world than money, it, it's, it's laughter and the amount of memes that are going to be, you said he was a man of, of meme, he's a man of memes. He's going to be creating such a meme war that his campaign will be funded <laughs> entirely by Reddit. That so.
2: is actually kind of true, here I agree with you, I mean it's just laughter is great. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's much more valuable
1: than money. Oh, 100%. And and you watch, as soon as he goes running, Facebook, Twitter, every social medium under the sun is going to be absolutely loaded with John McAfee memes. I mean, you've got the Donald Trump memes. He's got nothing on what John McAfee's bringing. McAfee's bringing the storm, the meme war. He's going to be the man to end all memes. (laughs) Just when you thought the 2016 election cycle couldn't be topped, huh? This is uh, promising. <laughs> oh, mate, what, what a time to be alive. Historians in years are going to look back and just go, what the f*** <laughs> happened?
2: So, guys, maybe we should move on to something more substantial so, because, I mean, McAfee is a great guy, but there are so many things out there. Like uh, Book ICO, how does that sound to you? Have you heard about this new platform, Publica, where you can publish your books and, like, literally conduct the book ICO.
0: It's uh, an interesting idea, certainly. So we've been in contact with, uh, with Matthew Kepneys, who's Nomadic yeah. Matt, and he's publishing his own, well, he's, he's publishing on the blockchain, I guess. He's, uh, he's, he's trying to be a pioneer in uh, the space with his book, Backpacker's Guide to Europe. Again, guys, we're obviously talking about the article that's up on altcoinbuzz.io. Um, it's an interesting yeah, it's an interesting proposal. It's an interesting business model. There's another author that's discussed who is in the space, and um, I think it's got potential just based on some of the the logistics of it. You know, like if it's run by smart contracts, if it makes sure that the rights managements are taken care of, it cuts out piracy potentially. I it's it's the kind of thing you're, you're we're feeling out right now, right? Because it's not really been done. You can typically go to the the traditional publishers and have sort of the backing of a bigger business, or you can kind of self-publish, which might be a free for all. And I don't know, it's it's an interesting space. My kind of take is that it has potential. What do you guys I think? Also
2: think? I also think it has potential. And I really like the fact that now more authors out there can actually like, you know, get their book out there. Because uh, I mean, publishers usually are pretty fussy and snobbish. I think that even like Harry Potter's author was turned out <laughs> like five times, uh, look.
0: Right, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Look where where Harry Potter is now and Joan Rowling and where that publisher is comparing to her. So, I mean, I, I I think it's just fantastic that you can just, like, you know, publish those books online. I mean, you can fund them because it's a big issue for many authors to basically actually f- find the funds and sure. uh, complete their books. So I think uh, this is something new and this is something which uh, is indeed amazing. And plus, I mean, the books on that platform are significantly cheaper even comparing, like, I don't know, to Kindle. And uh, one book, like, costs 30% less than on Amazon. And uh, even, like, 50% if we're talking about paperback editions. So I think that it's uh, something that will evolve into something bigger and to something even more amazing in the very end. What do you have to say, James? Do you think that...
1: I'm I, I I think this is like what Matt said and what you said. This is an interesting space to be in because this hasn't been done before. We're entering in a whole new realm here. Um, in regards to J.K. Rowling, you know, she's definitely Wingardium livio seeing her middle finger straight to all <laughs> the publishers that are that knocked her back originally. But it's it's interesting that these guys are taking on attacks that would essentially completely cut out the middleman, like Amazon. Amazon being yeah. the juggernaut that it is, it'd be interesting to see what the backlash is um, from, from them. Are they going to go out of their way to create another form of ICO um, on their behalf, for instance, to try and squash this one? Because it is in that brand new realm, we don't really know. It's definitely something I think a lot of authors want, um, especially considering the profits essentially go straight back to the author. You know, They, they, they don't need to pay yeah. any fees. You know, if you've put the time and effort and the love into creating one of these books, and and you put your heart and soul into this, and you put it out there for the world to judge, which is what these authors do, they should yes. get all of that profit. But obviously, like I said, the juggernaut that is Amazon, when you start cutting mm. into the fat, when you start really cutting into their into their bottom line. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of backlash comes back from this and whether this will actually stand the test of time. I think Publica's got a massive following um, that will support it, but I guess only time will tell.
2: Yeah, I also think so. And you're absolutely right that uh, I'm sure that the big corporations, because, well, they, they will have some sort of an answer to this. That's for sure. But in either case, like I'm not sure... Um, I'm not sure whether the ICO like, has taken place already, but if, uh, like for the future reference, if, you, if any of our listeners would like to participate, you just need to install Publica app, create wallet and then buy the Pebble coins and just partake in it. But, Maybe you yeah. guys would like to participate in ICO one day, and in a book ICO, I mean. What do you say?
1: Yeah, why not? I'm always down for a good ICO, uh, a good read, a good book, good ICO. What more do you want?
0: Yeah. I mean, like you were saying, James. You know, if you're if you're a, a fan or a devotee of a particular author, and you know that hey, well, this method is going to help them out more than it would going through the middleman, then yeah, I'd I'd be predisposed to. Uh,
1: yeah, to to spend my money that way. Why not? Yeah. Again, all of our all of our information and links are on the Alcoin Buzz uh, website, where you can read. And now
0: your- a quick word about our amazing sponsor, Cold Storage Coins. You can now store your cryptocurrencies on actual cold coins made of fine copper, silver, or gold. Each coin features a unique wallet ID and laser-etched private key, which is concealed beneath a tamper-evident holographic film. You simply scan the QR code on the back in order to transfer your funds to the coin. There's no hardware associated with these wallets, and they are hack and fireproof. This is a very fun, safe, and inexpensive way to store cryptocurrencies. Please visit coldstoragecoins.com for more and use our code BUZZ10, all capital letters, for a 10% discount. Now back to the podcast. Lika has a pretty good future ahead of it, and uh, we're going to be interested to follow that growth and see what happens. But in my opinion, and maybe you'll agree or disagree, the really big news to discuss here is out of China. And I know we've all had time to digest this big article recently that was put out, written by Garrett, but uh, it's news out of basically state TV. So uh, it was uh, the China Central Television Station that China uh, says blockchain is effectively, or I should say one of its panelists, but news out of China that blockchain is 10 times more valuable than the internet. Did you guys have a chance to uh, check out some of that reporting?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty ballsy coming out of, uh, coming out of China, the, the great firewall of China.
2: I think it's quite funny that China is like uh, changing its mind all the time, but recently its president, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, Xi Jinping maybe? Or you sure. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm, I apologize to all, all our Chinese listeners but uh, he is a big man in China I mean like he, this is a communist country and he is basically like a di- dictator but not exactly but okay like an authoritarian ruler and he embraces blockchain technology and we also like uh, wrote I, well I wrote an article about it and uh, so he's embracing it and I guess that uh, China will just stick to his words, and, and people,
0: I mean not not to have not to offer like too much commentary or be too opinionated. Yeah. But yeah, Alicia, you're right. I mean, he's just she's changed the terms of of his leadership to now extend to a lifelong sort of yeah. uh, role as the president. And I don't think it's the kind of thing that people see that as oh, an oppressive move or it's dictatorial. I, like I think people tend to. And look, I'm I'm open to be corrected here, but I think people tend to see him as a benevolent leader and somebody that's doing a lot of good stuff for the country. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, he certainly he's got that authoritative side to him. So I don't know. It's interesting because you have like you said, it's a mix of good news and then bad news and then good news follows and bad news again. Uh, and I just think it's significant, the fact that this is state television. It's got a big audience. Some big statements were made. And yeah, it's it's nice to see like it's a combination of things now, because as you covered, President Jinping had those positive comments to say. And then in the article to which we're referring, the one written by Garrett, he also makes note of the the Baidu uh, Bake adopting blockchain, which is a big tech company down there. The ministry just came out with those ratings on innovation, on the, uh, the effectiveness of the technology. So you have sort of a series of, of good news events that are coming out of China. I think it's encouraging.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely there- encouraging. China being the powerhouse that it is, it's, it's definitely one of those countries that people are looking towards most of the countries that probably threw their bands down did it because if China says it, then there must be a reason for it. So for them to backpedal the way that, that it has, hopefully this, this sends a really strong message to the entire world that if China's willing to adapt into something new, this might kickstart other countries that have been kind of on the fence about it. China right. can, if China can make a move on that, hopefully the, you know that positive flow will go into other countries as well.
0: Definitely. And I mean there's always the potential for fud out of China, right? And you've had these previous flash crashes that have kind of been the result of negative sentiment coming out of China. Um you know, and the same can be said for South Korea and maybe some other countries too, but just the fact that if it's if it's coordinated positive news To me, it's good news provided that it's not FUD, like just the fact that it's not negative, whatever the news may be, just the fact that it doesn't have like a negative tone to it is already positive because there's so much potential for a shakeup in the market with any negativity that comes out of China. And the fact that it's relatively good news, it's relatively embracing a blockchain, like you said, James, I think that has big implications and ripple effects across the globe.
1: To be fair, it's only 10 o'clock at night over here. So wait, wait until the morning when he wakes up, he might change his mind. So, <laughs> that, that, man, that man changes his decisions more than he changes his underwear. You know, just, well, just this whole
2: conversation kind of reminded me of uh, when I studied in Sweden and we had a professor for a political economy. And he always, like, you know, he would always give a lecture and then he would always ask, so what about China? And just stand there nodding. Looking out there at people and we didn't know what to answer. So now like, you know, if I were to see him again I would tell him there's lots of things about China <laughs> like changing minds
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, saw, I saw a meme once about a college, pro- uh, about a university professor that said uh, Something that grows 95,000 percent in five years can't be sustainable. I'm sick of hearing yeah. about Bitcoin. No, I was talking about university face <laughs>
2: that's
1: true now i I dread this i absolutely dread this but we're gonna talk about it because it is just (laughs) the most retarded like this this is the kind of retardation that other retarded articles follow for inspiration like this is just like the (laughs) king of stupidity i don't know if anyone out there is listening has seen this but garrett put an article out there and honestly, I don't know how he finished getting through this article because I would have closed it halfway through and just went, it's just too stupid. If you want to spend 0.5 of a Bitcoin, you can now go into the effort to live, not in a house, but we're talking a shipping container out in the middle of the desert for the United States of Bitcoin-topia is actually a thing people want to do. And I, I, I struggle to even say that. Because from someone who lives in the desert, I'm in Australia, 90% of this country is desert. If you want to go live out in a sea container, no, you're insane. Like, there's just no other word for that. And honestly, I, I, I know of a way to spend, you know, 0.5 of Bitcoin than, than on a shipping container. Do what John McAfee did. If you're going to go down that route and waste your money, blow it on cocaine and hookers.
2: Sorry, maybe you can do cocaine right there inside that container. Wouldn't oh. that be great?
1: Oh my god. Really (laughs) think about that, living in a sea container in the middle of a desert.
2: So I mean, here at least you can, like, live... I suppose, <laughs> and not just struggle to live. Not
0: quite sure what to make of it, guys. So the uh, the article shows their their town hall that's set up, and uh, look, it doesn't exactly inspire confidence. I don't think it should be the leading piece of marketing on their brochure. <laughs> it's like a it's like a cross between Lord of the Flies and some financial scam. At least that's oh, kind of what but- my uh, that's what my gut is telling me. That I, I don't even know how much of this I mentioned it in my review is is like a LARP. Or just a gag but the fact that if they are collecting 0.5 bitcoin for every participant somebody's walking away with a lot of money in their pocket and you know garrett points out that the last time they're they're looking to secede so they're pushing secession from the united states they're going to come down under the hammer of the U.S. military if they take that too far because that's exactly what what has happened historically. So somebody's pocketing 0.5 Bitcoin for every person that's signing up for it. And uh, like I said, I, I did, the project does not inspire confidence, not to me at least.
1: Does this, uh, does this sound like Waco or Waco, Texas all over <laughs> again? It's just, yeah, some, someone is pocketing this Bitcoin. There are always gonna be stupid people that have more money than cents, and they're gonna buy into this, and someone is laughing all the way to the bank. Totally.
2: But how many uh, people have signed up?
1: I dread to think. I absolutely <laughs> dread to think.
2: <laughs> this kind of reminds me of that uh, sec. Do you remember that story when there was massive suicide? They live somewhere outside. Oh, uh,
1: Heaven's
2: Gate. Uh, Heaven's Gate in yeah, California. That one, yeah. That <laughs> kind of sounds the same, to be
1: honest. Here's, here's a little fun fact. Because I actually was reading something about Heaven's Gate about two weeks ago. It's funny that you bring that up. If you actually go to heavensgate.com, the website is still active, and somebody does actually respond to the emails, but they never they they do, they never mention who they are. They say it's a collective but someone's paying the bills to keep that domain going and it looks like a relic from the nineteen nineties nothing's changed on that website since nineteen ninety six when the mass suicide happened so it's yeah Bit of a bit of a sidetrack, but it's it's interesting that oh, maybe Heaven's Gate's behind this one.
2: Who knows? Yeah, could be. Could very well be. I mean, it still is business, and there are many lunatic people out there. So I
1: mean, he's I mean, can... probably going to become president in this place. So you might want to have. Yeah. To <laughs> if the
0: U.S. doesn't work out, there's always Bitcoin Yeah, for McAfee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe I'm... that's where the fine dining will occur
1: oh yeah when when he has to when it doesn't reach a million dollars you'll never hear from him again he'll be be living in one of those shipping containers out in the middle of (laughs) bitcointopia
2: and eating his genitalia
1: (laughs) as the military comes barging through the door and i think honestly on that note we should uh we should wrap it up because honestly john mcafee bitcointopia like i just I, i don't know how to make any more responses from this My 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 brain hurts So uh, I think we're going to leave it with that, but it's been absolutely fantastic doing this podcast with you, Leisha and Matt.
2: Yeah.
0: The information discussed on the Altcoin Buzz YouTube, Altcoin Buzz Ladies YouTube, Altcoin Buzz podcast or other social media channels, including but not limited to Twitter, Telegram chats, Instagram, Facebook, website, etc. is not financial advice. This information is for educational, informational and entertainment purposes only. Any information and advice or investment strategies are thoughts and opinions only relevant to accepted levels of risk tolerance of the writer, reviewer or narrator and their risk tolerance may be different than yours. We are not responsible for your losses. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are high risk investments. So please do your due diligence and consult a financial advisor before acting on any information provided. Copyright Altcoin Buzz, PTE limited, all rights reserved.